Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Olivia Starling. Olivia, you are the founder and CEO of Starlet Galleria. You're found on the web at starletgalleria.com. And Olivia is not an influencer.com. Olivia, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right. And um, so I'm excited to talk about a couple of things. Um, obviously, you know, there's either the e-com component to what you do. Um Obviously, you've got some experience in working with influencer, you know, kind of in the influencer space. Um, and then as well, you've done some pretty good work on TikTok as well. So let's start by kind of talking about how you got into e-com. I knew I wanted to start a business and I went online and looked at every product, tried to figure out something to sell. I landed on fake engagement rings, which is the funniest thing ever, but they're just really high quality sterling silver rings. Um, I knew this influencer. I didn't know her, but I saw her online and I loved her and she was pregnant and I knew her fingers were probably swollen and her wedding ring didn't fit. So I sent her a message and said, can I send you one of these rings? And uh, she took the ring. A few weeks later, she promoted me. Uh, We did $40,000 our first (laughs) opening weekend with her in sales. And Um, Before I knew it, I was a full-on e-commerce business owner who had to quit my corporate job just to keep up with the e-commerce side of things. Yeah, you know, I uh, why uh, why simulated diamonds? I do think they're a really good uh, product to sell because of the margins from a business perspective. They're small, they're easy to ship, they're easy to store. Simulated diamonds are really great for women who are pregnant and their fingers swell, for women who are traveling and they want to not take their wedding ring to a dangerous location. Some women just like to switch out their looks. They want a gold ring and they want a silver ring and they just can't really afford it. And then also we go for people who want to get married really young, but it's just not in the budget. And so college students, things like that that are looking to get married. And the biggest thing is I wouldn't start a marriage out with a huge amount of debt. And so we're kind of helping people with that, like financial planning for their marriage of let's be realistic. You don't need a diamond right now. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of reasons why somebody would buy them. There's a lot of reasons why somebody would sell them. Yeah, no kidding. Well, you know, and then there is the ethical side of it as well. I forget who it was, man. This was way back. I want to say maybe a couple of years ago in the podcast, but we talked about synthetic diamonds and the ethical component to that as well is, you know, the old De Beers thing. It's a little shady, (laughs) you know, just in terms of like, you know, the, their history and working conditions and, you know, how they manipulate the market. So I think there's an argument there as well. 
Yes, there is. And also diamonds aren't that rare. We all kind of know that there's more rare stones, but also the mining is bad for the earth, the environment, things like that. And so honestly, now that I know so much, when I did get married, I had a real diamond ring. Now I kind of wish we wouldn't have made that investment because it really didn't feel worth it in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And, and here's the reality, right? When you're wearing, um, you know, a synthetic diamond, um, is, is that, the, that's the same thing, right? Synthetic diamond. Yes. And what was the term that you used? A simulated diamond. Simulated diamond. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. So it's, um, like who in the regular world, <laughs> right? You're just like hanging out. Oh, nice ring or whatever. Nobody is going to know what kind of diamond that is. <laughs> No, they won't. And my favorite thing is when somebody just meets me and they go, what do you do? And I go, oh, I sell fake engagement rings. And like, yeah. I always get a funny look like you do what? But most people actually, when I tell them that they go, oh, don't tell anybody about my ring isn't real. And I am shocked by the amount of women that tell me that in secrecy. I'm like, what? I thought everybody's rings were real, but you can't really tell the difference. And so that's the other beauty of it is who cares really at the end of the day, if it's a real diamond or if it's a fake one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So obviously you're not the first person online to sell synthetic diamonds. And so yes. how do you, how do you attract sales um, in what might be a noisy market? Yeah. I think everything really boils down to branding. And uh, what we did was we established a brand and a culture and we definitely have a group of women that really felt drawn into us. Um, So we just really honed in on who our avatar was, who we wanted to sell to. And then we didn't go outside of that. We weren't trying to please everybody. Like we could have tried different tactics, different strategies, but we knew what our women wanted. And we just stuck to that, which only made the law of attraction and repelling even better. So that's how we ended up really making sure that we stood out as a small brand because there are like Pandora sells rings just like us and so many big brands. We're not really unique and special except in the fact that we cater to a specific group of women. Yeah. And so how did you decide on that group? It's funny because at first I didn't know. I was a baby business owner. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and so I hired this coach after, you know, we had seen some good success and I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. I was 28. I had a business out of my basement and I was scared to death. And she said, who's your avatar? And I thought, what is an avatar? So then we, we dove in and I went and looked at all my Instagram followers and I started stalking their profiles and I started to see a lot of similarities. We, we had a lot of military wives most of the women were around my age. And that was probably because I would get on stories and talk to them and things like that. And they connected to me and I'm a mom and they were moms too. And so I went and just pretty much internet stalked all my followers and realized they all were pretty much about the same. Yeah. All right. So what did you do then? And and tell me about the success of your brand and, and you know, how you've built it into, you know, what, what kind of lifestyle has that given you and, and how do you run everything now? That's a lot of questions in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me everything. Let's, let's open up the encyclopedia everything. and start reading. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I have been in several programs, tried a lot of different things. We learned how to sell on Etsy. We learned email marketing. But I think this last year, I came up with this token idea because TikTok ads came out last October. And I was one of the first people to sign up. I was like, you know, the rising tide 
kicks all the ships up. And I saw TikTok as that rising tide. Everybody was getting on it. Nobody knew how to advertise on it. And so, you know, with advertising, you're usually going in an auction style. And so at Facebook, ads are really expensive because we're competing against really big brands. But on TikTok, since we don't have to auction off things, since we're not doing that style over like competing, the ads were super cheap. And so I immediately opened up my account and started getting ads going in because I was one of the first few people to get on, even though I was a small brand, they gave me my own person, my own connection there that would sit down and we would go through the account and look at everything. And the biggest thing was that everybody said, oh, the only people on TikTok are like the younger people. And, you know, maybe it's not the right demographic because ours is usually like women in their thirties. And so Um, I looked at it from a different perspective because women in their thirties are actually on TikTok now, but they also have a Facebook page. And um, a lot of TikTokers that are young don't really have a Facebook page. So I came up with this strategy where I sent as much, I just ran traffic ads, which are dirt cheap. And I just ran traffic ads on TikTok Mm. and I would hit them with a pixel when they landed on my website. And then if they got hit with the pixel on my website, they get retargeted when they went to Facebook. And all of a sudden we started to see this thing that every time we ran a TikTok ad, because we would turn it off just to experiment. So we'd turn off the TikTok ad and then we would turn it back on and our Facebook ads would just light up because everybody that was on there, they would get on TikTok and they're like, well, I don't really understand this app. This might be a scam. Then they see me on Facebook and they go, oh, this has to be a real company. And then they would purchase. And so it was like we were getting that social proof aspect of it as well. But we were also hitting our perfect demographic. That was our perfect woman was that she was on TikTok playing around. And then she was on Facebook posting pictures of her kids. It was just magical this last year. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So when you do an ad for TikTok, what I I I, I don't spend a lot of time on TikTok, admittedly. But what is an ad? <laughs> I, this is a funny, right? So that I'm asking, what is an ad like on TikTok? You most social platforms, you're like, oh man, tell, let me tell you what the ads are like. I don't remember seeing any ads on TikTok. <laughs> Yes. And that is, first of all, it is a good thing to not spend a lot of time on TikTok. I deleted the app, but then I needed to get back on because then all of a sudden the videos contents was changing. Like all these things were different. And so right now, if you wanted to create a TikTok ad and you came to me and said, how do I do it without having to dance or do something silly? I (laughs) I would say this, find an influencer on TikTok. Go on there for a little bit and scroll your for you page. The algorithm on there is genius because whatever you like, it shows you more of what you like. And so eventually you're going to find somebody on there that seems like the perfect match for you, but Mm. they probably have a lot of DMs on TikTok. And so then on their TikTok profile, you can click on their Instagram and go over to Instagram and message them there. That's always my tip. They'll never probably respond to you on TikTok, but on Instagram, they don't have that many followers most of the time. So I Mm. message them there. And I'll send them free product and ask them to make a video and give them concepts and ideas and things like that. So that's how you could create a TikTok ad without using, without you having to do it. But another way that you could do it is just honestly on TikTok, it's hard to see ads because it needs to be native. It needs to feel like the app. People don't want to be sold to anymore. We all know this. And so when you're creating an ad, just use the trending audio. Like what songs are doing really well? What what audio things? What is clever? What is funny? 
just use that and create it on your iPhone. Don't make high production value. None of that. You don't want it to look great. You want it to literally look like a TikToker made this video. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. Now, Olivia, you work with business owners now, right? Yes, I started coaching this last year and then we opened up our course uh, two weeks ago and it started this week. What's the course? It's called Predictable Profit. Yeah, and tell we, me more. Yeah, we, we take business owners that either one, they have a retail store that's successful and they want to move it online or two, people who already have an online business that want to figure out all of the revenue streams. And so when I look at my business, there's three buckets in this business. And um, if all three buckets are pouring, then that's great. And if one gets like clogged up, that's okay because the other two are going. But I learned very quickly in e-commerce that like if your Facebook ads account gets shut off, mm. you could lose all Oof. your sales. And that Oof. was a, <laughs> that happened to me too many times before I had to learn a really hard lesson. So we first teach people how to make money off their existing customers. We call this existing customer monetization. And we do it through email sequences, flows, things like that. But also I use Instagram as a way to connect with my audience, not to sell to them. And I teach Mm -hmm. them how to do that. Uh, The second bucket that we have is our traffic bucket. I have uh, paid traffic and also free traffic that I like to teach people how to get things going to their site all the time. And then the third bucket that we're always looking for is selling on other people's platforms. So selling on Etsy, selling on Amazon, but also like corporate gifting sites and things like that. Because like, heaven forbid, your website goes down, your shopping cart, nothing can check out. At least you have this other platform that's still going for you. And so uh, another big strategy we did this last year was we moved to Etsy and everybody thought you had to be handmade to be on Etsy. But we actually noticed that um, you don't have to be handmade. It's a gifting platform, but they send the traffic for you. They do all these things for you. And it's honestly, I wish I would have started there because it's so simple and it's so effective. Wow. Okay. So who would make a great student for that program? Yes. We are looking for people who would be, first of all, who want to take their business to the next level, not just beginning their business, but They're ready to make it so that they're always making money so that the profit is predictable. That's why we call it. They're like looking for that um, consistency. We're also looking for people who have like a brick and mortar. We have people who have brick and mortar stores that do millions of dollars every year and they're ready to move online. They're, They're over the brick and mortar. They're over getting closed down and masks and all that. So when they're ready to move it online, that's a great person. So somebody with an established brand who wants to just make it more digital. Yeah. Um, All right, Olivia. So uh, please share your websites and where people can find out more information about working with you. Of course, you know, we shared um, the website for the Galleria. That's starletgalleria.com. But Olivia, where else can people connect with you? Yes. Instagram is a great place to connect with me. Olivia is not an influencer on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I, every single day in stories, give tips on things we're working on in our business. Also, Olivia is not an influencer.com. If you're interested in the course or any of my products, you can go find me over there. Yeah. Olivia, why are you not an influencer? (laughs) Why, why, why is that your, your handle? Uh, so I used influencer marketing to build my business with, and it was incredible. Um, and then I started 
when the pandemic hit, everybody was losing their jobs. Mm. And so I felt this calling that I needed to start sharing how I was becoming successful. And so I started an Instagram page um, and everybody wanted to be influencers. Every girl out there wanted to be an influencer and share their mm. outfits and things like that. And that is not me. I'm not going to give you makeup tips. I'm not going to teach you how to curl your hair. That is not, I'm not going to influence you anyway, except to keep you motivated and driven to do better in your business. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, <laughs> Olivia, again, uh, Olivia Starling, uh, your website, Starling Galleria. And again, um, on all the socials, Olivia is not an influencer. Olivia, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.